Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. See. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of And he's spitting fire and mic Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing Nile is porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep I'm sure, that, you know, like you said The fans will make it bigger than it is to us To You know, I kind of mentioned in there They all count the same And at the end of the year You just look and see what your record is You really know who you beat You just know how many wins you got How many losses And it's going to make a difference on If you get to go to a regional Host a regional Or you're not in one And uh, obviously we're just going to try to win Thursday We want to win the series they're they're in a situation where they need to win a series in the worst way, and uh, you know they could flip it real quick. And you just you just got to play solid and we'll do everything we can to win that first game. Go from there. That is Dave Van Horn, Razorbacks on the field at Oxford today after bussing over on a stormy Wednesday. First pitch tonight, six thirty. You can hear it on the buzz starting at six o'clock. And softball also in action today, hosting number 10, Georgia. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, by the way, there's this little golf tournament over in Georgia that's also underway today. And our leaders are at two under par in the early going here. Tiger Woods just, I think, parred hole number one. Is that what they said, Wes? Oh, he's one over. Tiger just bogeyed hole number one, as did John Rahm. So a little bit of a bumpy start for those two. Tiger parred one and two. He bogeyed three. He's already on three. Yes. Okay, thank you, Wes. Very good. All right. So don't expect a lot from Wes Moore today, folks, but he will be here physically, just yeah, not mentally. Just let me ask me a question if you need something about um, the Masters. Yep, Wes will be watching throughout today. So we've got some guests me coming ronk. up today. Pardon Who's me? Me Ronk. You ever heard of the dude? Nope. Me Ronk? Nope. Me Ronk. What He's from it? Poland. What is that? Polish. What is it? Me Ronk? What about him? That's his name. Who is he? The leader. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Uh, maybe we move on with the tease of the show. Go ahead. Thank you. Stephen Davis is going to join us at the bottom of this hour. He's the voice of the Arkansas Travelers. If you haven't heard the news yet, 106.7 is the home of Arkansas Traveler Baseball. It is something that ever since I became program director in 2006, gosh, is that right? 
Man. That's a long time ago. It really was. Uh, 2006, I have one of the travelers on one of our stations, and I'm so thrilled that we finally got the deal done. And uh, we are thrilled to work with what is an iconic brand here in Arkansas. I'm so excited to carry their games. And um, we're going to find out more about their first-year manager, their roster. They've got some of their top prospects in the Mariners organization that will be playing over in North Little Rock this year. And Stephen will join us from their first game, which is tonight. And we'll get their uh, th- his thoughts on the upcoming season and talk a little bit about all of the uh, particulars related to personnel. Um, but again, that game is tonight over on Buzz 2. Obviously, the Hogs will be playing over here on the Buzz. So. Knock on wood. Yeah, weather permitting. Yeah, it looks bad. In Oxford, does? Yeah. Okay. Next two days, honestly. Oh, we talked about that with Hagen Smith yesterday. It's like, oh, you're driving through the storm? Cool, you get to plan it tomorrow. We're mm-hmm. not. So, triple header Sunday? Let's go! They, they, Saturday is going to be nice. Um, so, if they can squeeze one in tomorrow and then maybe play two on Saturday, a double hitter? Today's Friday, so... Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Today's Thursday. Yeah, today's Thursday. Right. Play one Friday, tomorrow Friday, and then two Saturday. Yeah. Might work. Or triple header Saturday. Whatever. Or maybe two on Saturday and one on Sunday morning. I wonder if they can play on Sunday. Why not? It's, it's, some, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a weird rule that when you start, it's supposed to start a series on Thursday. I don't know if you can go over on until Sunday. I don't know why you couldn't. It's a weird SEC thing. It's come up in the past. Show me the rule. Stephen Davis is going to join us, so we're going to do that. Dalton Wagner, speaking of Razorbacks, is going to join us at 11 o'clock today, or a little after 11, 11.10-ish. He is going to be talking about his pro day and his expectations for the draft, what kind of visits he's had with teams, combine performance, mm-hmm. all that, I guess. We haven't talked to him since then either. So uh, he was our buddy all season long, and we're obviously rooting for him to get uh, everything he wants. I don't know. <sighs> I'm trying. 11.30, Barrett Salee will be joining us from CBSSports.com. We'll talk to him about spring football and expectations for Arkansas. Um, I don't know when we'll get into going forward on fourth down, maybe some of the personnel and their draft worthiness, in his opinion. And then a really cool story at 12.30. We are going to be joined by the firefighters from Station 9. And those who don't know, this is the station over in West Little Rock that was hit by the tornado. And all I saw was it ripped the big door off the front. Mm-hmm. And they all hunkered down, and everybody was all right. And then they went right to work helping in the community. It is a really cool story, and I'm really looking forward to visiting with them. And, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday as I was driving, you know, or this morning, rather, as I was driving into work. Like gas stations. I mean, things that, like, if they get hit by a tornado, real, real bad things can happen. Mm -hmm. And obviously, first responders can't first respond if they're responding to their own issue. So, I mean, it's such a unique thing, but obviously the tornado is a jerk and really indiscriminate about the things that it hits. And, uh, I mean, that's one of those examples. I don't remember a fire station being hit by a tornado. I'm sure it's happened before, but since I've lived here, I can't remember a story like that. I've heard the fire stations catching on fire. That's the irony. Yes, but... The essence of irony. Never a tornado. It is strange. Now, driving home at night, uh, now that power is starting to come back in some places... Uh, around the tornado, but so many trees are gone, and now driving on 430, looking back to the west, you see things that you were like, yeah, I didn't realize that's the direction Rodney Parham went. I, I didn't realize, because you could never see back in there. And now, with a clear you know, swath of land, because of the tornado taking out all those trees and some and homes, you really it, it hits home the damage that it caused. It looks as though like um, blue roofs became all the rage all of a sudden. It's some sort of trend. Mm-hmm. It is incredible just watching for you know hundreds of yards, seeing blue tarps on top of homes, and I mean, I just the, the, I was talking to some friends. I've got some friends that live over near Camac and. Um, they have a few houses in their house in their neighborhood that were wiped out. Their house was damaged, but not significantly enough where they can't stay in it. You got tree removal, and then you got you know obviously the house rebuilds or the house repair, and the road is just we were talking about it's just like the road is mm-hmm. so long. You're talking about months and months for people, and I heard David talking about the apartment situation in town now. He's like every single. Ap- not apartment, hotel situation. Oh. Every single hotel is, and I've heard from people like, I'm staying in Benton. I'm staying in, you know, like a Conway's slammed with people. I mean, people having to go to Hot Springs. Like, if you work in Little Rock, you can't be, I mean, you can, but it's obviously very arduous to ask if you've got kids in school trying to go an hour away at night to stay until you find something a little more stable here. How long is that? You know, and for some people, nine, ten months until their yeah. house can be rebuilt. 
or, or until they find something else. like a special deal or something for people that are affected by tornadoes. I don't know. It's a good question. I it think uh, there is housing uh, that the that's part of the being a disaster area that the government provides some uh, temporary housing, such as like a hotel. But I I don't think it's long. I don't think you, it's I for can't months. I don't out a hundred bucks a. No, and if you do, you can put it on a credit card and you'll get reimbursed to West's point. I'm sure that's something that can happen for a period of time, but I don't know how long that lasts. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, you know, look, if you're going through it right now and you, you got an, a story to tell, I'd love to hear from folks. Um, by the way, today there's a lunch out at Coffin by Design West, 11 to 1, first responders, linemen, tornado victims, volunteers. Um, that is out at 14900 Cantrell Road. It is out by Buffalo Wild Wings out west. And I wanted to mention, too, there are to-go boxes. So if you're trying to pop in, pop out, get back to what you're doing, they are going to have to-go boxes out there. Really appreciate our um, clients and community partners that we work with and our friends with that are helping to put on events. And uh, really appreciate the folks over there, um, Laura Beth and, and Steve and the whole crew over there. They do a great job. And they're also obviously responding to their friends and neighbors over here. So, again, that's from 11 to 1 today. Coffin by Design West out in West Little Rock if you want to grab a quick bite to eat and uh, get after it. Speaking of lunches, tomorrow we are going to be on the road over at Cigar Republic. Joe Miller was affected by the storm as well, and he's got some damage to uh, Cigar Republic. They haven't been open since they got hit last week. They are going to be back and selling cigars tomorrow, he told me, but they won't be fully operational as a bar yet. But if you want to go by and you, after a long day's work, you want to sit back and puff on a stogie, if that's what help you, helps you relax for the weekend, by golly, go by and grab one tomorrow. Uh, he'll be selling those. Also in the parking lot, I've got a buddy, Keith McGeorge, who is a longtime barbecue chef. He's competed with his team in barbecue for a number of years, and he's going to be cooking up pork butts and maybe some dogs, and they're doing dogs and burgers and pork butts for their their community. Mm-hmm. That's one of my friends over here that got hit. Uh-huh. And so they're feeding their community today, and then tomorrow they're going to set up over at Cigar Republic, and he's going to feed all the people down around Colony West. So, again, volunteers, linemen, oh, cool. you know, anybody who's helping in the recovery, come on by. So we're going to set up over there. I'd love to get some folks on the air, you know, kind of get those personal stories and spread the word about what's going on where the needs are and then also you know fill some bellies tomorrow as we get ready for the weekend first arkansas bank and trust text line this is shane longtime listener and a uh, lineman out working this storm damage and he says i appreciate everything y'all do giving information on places to eat and people helping out go hogs i like that yeah it's cool i see them in the mornings yeah they're at uh, 10 fitness that that parking lot is used as a staging area for the energy and all the linemen and the crews, and they, uh, that's where they meet in the morning, and, and then they get their orders, and they're out, and it, it's pretty cool to see that, that kind of a force. Yeah, I saw I mean, dozens of trucks across the street at uh, Pleasant Valley Church Christ. Oh yeah, yesterday, and too. there's probably forty, fifty more uh, trucks, and just regular trucks. The big line trucks are across the street, but okay. yeah, that's kind of the area. But because that you know they're heading back in there yeah. behind the fire station in those neighborhoods, but. It's pretty cool to see that kind of, of, of force, yeah. those that, that many people and trucks together as they're going to start the day. You know, it's, there's something like symbolic about it, I guess, yeah. to me, that here they are and there they go. No, nope, that's it. They rally up and they get after it, and it's awesome. And again, we'll be right in that neck of the woods tomorrow mm-hmm. with the ability to feed some folks, so that'll be cool. Um, this is a special edition of this because, i, I got to be honest, you know, uh, like Clark Griswold once said, I couldn't be more surprised if I woke up with my head stapled to the carpet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where I'm at with this. special edition of I Did Not See That Coming. Yesterday, John Neighbors came in here at the end of our show, and he teased that there may be an announcement with the Razorback roster, and he was told that there would be something that would be, what was the word? Was it shocking or surprising? Surprising, I think. Whatever the word was. Um, Jalen Graham coming back for another year. I gotta be honest, guys. You could have given me about ten other options on things that I thought were likely to happen. That was not on my list. Now, I gotta guess, Wes. I gotta guess. That there was a very serious conversation with the coaching staff and Jalen Graham, and I'm sure there was a significant lengthy conversation in regards to defense and rebounding, something that you were, again, critical of. We've all seen the offensive prowess of Jalen Graham. Mm -hmm. But I honestly, like in the three years that Moss has been there, I've not seen, and I'm not knocking the kid. I'm not faulting him. I'm not picking on him. It's just an observation. I don't have any ill will towards Jalen Graham. Hell, I like the guy. But... I've never seen a guy who looked more lost defensively in a Muslim regime than he has. 
and it's almost like he doesn't know where to go. And the rebounding thing, again, I think some of it's positioning. He's obviously got yeah. plenty of length. He's just not in the right place at the right time a lot of times. So I'm guessing that they said, look, if you want to make a very serious commitment to defense and rebounding, your offense we know will come, then we can talk about you coming back for another year. i got to think that's part of the conversation because it's, it's so glaringly lacking and he's so clearly talented at the other end. Like you, I was surprised. Um, but I had a lot of faith in Musselman and his staff. And if they believe he's worth bringing back, I'm all on board. Uh, because this guy offensively ha- has a, a talent that they need, an inside presence that they can use. Um, they must feel like that he deserves a second chance, another chance, uh, another chance, but another opportunity uh, to show what he can do at this at this level. Uh, I was excited when I heard the news. Look, look at it this way: if he's your 13th man, you got a pretty good team. No doubt. I don't think Jalen Graham is coming back to be the 13th man. Yeah, he's not coming back to do that. But if he is, is my point. No, if that, if I, they go and they find some other guys and he never hardly touches the court yep. again, and that he's your 13th guy, they got a good team. That, that's what I, like when I'm hiring people and I look and I'm like, okay, this guy is solid or this gal is solid. It's like, if this is the worst I'm going to do, I feel really good. Yes. You know, and then you try to get a little better than that. But yeah, Jalen Graham is better than a lot of folks he's going to, you know, that will be playing in SEC basketball next year. So you're right. If they can recruit 12 dudes over him, phenomenal. But my guess is he'll get some minutes. Probably one of the most – the two most asked about players last year, both said they were coming back yesterday. Joseph Pinion was the other one. There was I didn't a little, see that. Uh, There's a little tweet. Somebody else tweeted it that it was Pinion working out, shooting inside the uh, facility and said, you know, the sky's, I don't know, sky's the limit or something, whatever, about year two for Pinion. And he retweeted it later on. and so, so there was no big announcement or anything. It's just like, he's back. He's coming back. I'm not making, again, I'm not digging at anybody. I'm just going to say what everybody has said all year long. The two guys that are widely regarded as the two biggest defensive liabilities have recommitted to the Razorbacks. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm getting? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I think Joseph is a better defender than he gets credit for. I think he's sneaky athletic, and I think he'll be just fine in year two. Oh, he's a freshman. And so many people, I mean, sometimes it takes people, uh, players, a year or two, and especially when it's a team as good as Arkansas was. You're not talking about a team that was struggling. It's an elite defensive team. Yes, it's an elite defensive team. It was an elite team. They're a sweet 16 team, and he he had a hard time getting on the court as a freshman. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy's going to develop. He's going to get better. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get more comfortable playing in Musselman's system. This guy has a role on this team. If you are a guy who is not a very good defender comparatively to your teammates and your team gives up 93 a game, got an issue but mm-hmm. with Arkansas if you're not one of the best defenders on the team I don't think that's a huge indictment of your game and obviously if that's something that you make a focal point yeah you know I guess uh you can get better defensively I assume yeah uh, adequate I mean that's that all. would be fine that's it that's like a, we were Roger and I joke about this it's like we're trying to go next level I'm like we're just trying to get to level can we just get to level <laughs> and then we'll go next level let's just get to level right if we're below level yeah let's get to level that'd be good I'll live with that no and I think that's a, a case with both of them uh they can they can become to, if they can get to where they can just hold their own defensively, their offensive game is good enough to make up for some inadequacies on defense. So I think there's that they don't have to be all star defenders, right? Because of what they bring offensively. Yeah, you don't have to be the best dude. You just got to not be alive. Be adequate. That's yeah, that's it. All right, Masters Week is on. Wes will be watching the Masters out of uh, a sense of duty and no other reason throughout the show today. I don't like the fact, and we complain about it every year, and I'm going to complain about it again because it's frustrating. They do this, Christian, where they say, okay, live coverage starts at 2 o'clock. I'm like, well, I don't want to wait till 2 o'clock. When I was the first guy to tee off. My queer was on the, fe- on the course at 7 a.m. With my guy, Kevin Na. With your guy, Kevin Na. Non- non-weird. Take it to the course early is, in the morning. It is weird. I mean... They have a stream, right? Yeah. Buddy, they have a stream. Uh, K, uh, KTV. ESPN cuts in all so why, through the morning. Yeah. I just watched Tiger Woods uh, make his uh, two-putt. Why uh, do they wait until two to get full coverage? That's what I'm saying. And, you know, we've been we've talked to – we had um, Ian Baker Finch on one time. Christina LeCure was in, and she's friendly with him and got him on the show. And he said, basically, we'd have to have a complete set of analysts, a complete set of producers and directors. And then we'd have to have a whole nother complete set of people that are working later in the day, like a whole different crew mm-hmm. change. And I'm like, 
golf can't do that? Then, then do that. Yeah. 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 We want to see all the shots. Like they do in the other majors? Yeah, I don't understand it. It's yeah. weird. I mean, and I understand why the match is like, oh, we're so elite. But at this point, it's like, dude, come on. You're in the video game. We relax. Well, they're streaming it. So there's people working right now. There are announcers working right yeah. now. There are directors punching this right now. And they're going to switch off later, I guess, when CBS comes on. So there are pers- there's personnel on the grounds right now streaming it. And I've gotten to it. I stream so much, I don't even think about it. I mean, to me, there's not a big difference between being on CBS and being streamed on, sure. on my computer, laptop, or my smart TV. So Right. But I'm sitting in the studio, and we don't have yeah. a smart TV to stream. The, the You could pull it up on... Well, if you really uh, want to, cooler. Yeah. you could no. pull could. your laptop. Or I could have brought my laptop to work. You're yeah. right, but I didn't. Why don't we get a smart TV in here? Because um, we're cheap. They're not that much these days. No, they're not. They aren't. I mean, that's not even a big TV. No, it's not. When we get, we could, we can, we can get like a 50 inch for like nothing, a couple hundred bucks. And then you could be streaming the Masters right now. Yeah, we blew it. You know what? I'm gonna make a uh, GM decision. I'm gonna check my budget and see if we got room for a TV. All right, 1026, got to hit a break. On the other side, we're going to visit with Stephen Davis of the Arkansas Travelers. Brent is up first, though. We'll take a call or two. What's up, Brent? Welcome. Oh, not much, John and Wes. I mean, well, Justin and Wes. i got John Neighbors on my mind. You know what? I do, Good too, great. but usually when I'm in the shower. What's up with you? Uh, not much. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about this uh, about our Razorback basketball roster, how it's shaping up, if you don't mind. Fine. Um, I was I was with you and West. I would I would if I was a betting man, I would have bet a whole lot of money that Jalen Graham would come back next year. I would. I'm just going to tell you. I know he's a great offensive. I know he's a great uh, has the ability to be a great offensive force, but uh, his defense was really really lacking. I thought last year and. My other question is, um, do you think, because I saw yesterday that we had a uh, Zoom meeting with uh, Hunter Dickinson, Dickinson from... Uh, Michigan? From Michigan, yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. I say, I say let's load up and go get him right now, right? Yeah, obviously, if you can, that'd be great. He'll be one of the, I think, higher... Uh, level portal guy I think Christian. He's the number one player in the okay portal. highest portal guy that'd be good yeah if you get the best guy in the portal that'd be good and I just want to I'll take y'all's response do you, do you see because the way we're going now we're going to have to lose some people right am I correct on but, that depends who leaves I don't know we don't know we haven't heard of I them I think it. we're full right now because Technically, because the Nick Smith, and then you replace him with Keon Minifield, but Anthony Black hasn't said anything. We assume he's gone, and we haven't heard on the Mitchells yet. Yeah. So, we'll see, Brent. Then you have two freshmen coming in. Yep, that's true. What do y'all think about Jordan Walsh? Is he good? I mean, I'm guessing he's coming back. Would y'all guess that same thing? I think you can make an argument for both sides, so we're just going to, that would be complete conjecture, but we'll find out. He's getting evaluated, I'm sure, and we'll see. I'm honestly surprised Anthony Black hasn't said anything yet. But I expect him to. Strange, but... And Walsh told uh, in an interview afterwards that he was going to be working with the coaches this summer. Right. So that tells but he, me. But that, that last little little tidbit at the end. He, he said, wherever that takes me. Wherever that takes me. So, I mean, I don't, think he's, I don't know. I'm guessing. You're right. I mean, it, it sounded more pro Razorback than yeah. anything else. It would just be smart to put your name in there and see what happens. There's yes. no downside. No. Savage, welcome. What's up? Stop thinking about John Murders and buying a new TV. Outside that. Chris, what? At, at what point did the NBA start going to a play-in tournament? Did I miss something? Is uh, something yeah, that's been a few new? years. That was the COVID year, right? Yeah, twenty twenty. Started, I believe. Or twenty twenty one. The record's finals? good enough. Playoffs? Why don't they just drop out the ninth team in the? I mean, what's what's right down this tournament? And uh, I'll get off. I appreciate it. Thanks. You want me to explain the format of the tournament? Yeah, and why it's dumb. Or, but you guys uh, it's like actually it. very entertaining. You but and Wes like it. You like more basketball, and it's fine. I just think you play 82 games. It's enough already. Give me my top eight teams, and let's move on already. So, basically, the 10th seed and the 9th seed will play the 7th seed and the 8th seed, and the lower seed has to win two times. top seed has to win one time, and then whoever wins will get the 7th seed. That's so, basically, they've made it a 10-team playoff. Right. Yeah. I guess that's okay. Drama. It's entertainment. Just think again. Isn't that what we we're watching? For? It is, but if you don't want to play, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like eighty-two games is enough to determine. It's whatever. It determines the top ten. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I think the people that actually watch the basketball throughout the eighty-two games 
care about it. Well, and the, for those who don't turn it on until the playoffs start, this is more playoffs for you, I guess. Right. Hoop 5 Basketball Academy presents the Hoop 5 Player and Scouting Report with Bart Reed. Wednesdays on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Arkansas softball is set for a top 10 clash this weekend in Athens, Georgia. The number 9 ranked Razorbacks begin a three game set with the number 8 ranked Georgia Bulldogs tonight. Arkansas comes into the series on a four game winning streak and they have won seven of their last eight games. Georgia is currently in second place in the SEC at 9 and 2, with Arkansas a game and a half behind at 8 and 4 in third place. Game times for the Thursday through Saturday series are 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and 5 p.m. You can catch all the action on SEC Network Plus. UCA Baseball starts a three-game set tonight with the Liberty Flames in Lynchburg, Virginia. They come in with a 5-4 and four record in Atlantic Sun play. Game times for them, 5 p.m. today, 3 p.m. tomorrow, and a 9 a.m. start on Saturday. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you've got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. The party starts tonight, and the weekend is here. Karaoke at 9 p.m. every Thursday night, only at Brewskies. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore, and me, RJ Hawk, from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Acri and Westmore. Times at Guatney Chevrolet right now, they want to help out. They know a lot of people are forced to buy a new vehicle. A lot of cars damaged, totaled after last week's storm. So they're helping out. No sales tax for you. Yeah, they're going to pay your sales tax. And they're not just doing it for the victims of the tornado or those that lost cars in the tornado. They're doing it for everybody right now. They are paying your sales tax. So go to GuatneyChevrolet.com, take a look at all the inventory, see all the other great deals. They have other deals right now on some of their cars and trucks. Good financing rates also available right now at Guatney Chevrolet. So check out the deals on the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the inventory. And then realize that they're still paying top dollar for quality cars, trucks, and SUVs. You're going to get top dollar, four or $5,000 over book price. 
That way you can pay off your note, have a little extra cash, put it down as a down payment, help lower your payment every single month. It's a win-win right now at Guadney Chevrolet. For baseball, minor league baseball. Major leagues are already underway, except in Chicago, where the Cubs will start maybe like mid-May. We welcome you back. And Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers, is on the road as the team that resides in North Little Rock is starting away from home. Their first home game is next week. And we are looking forward to having them, as I mentioned, on 106.7 this year, but also having a chance to go to a whole lot of games this year, maybe doing a couple of shows over there also. Steven is with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Welcome, sir, and happy opening day. Yeah, happy opening day. Uh, we're hoping for good weather down here in Corpus Christi, but uh, you know, you, we, this is one of the bad parts about minor league baseball is you go through college baseball opening day, everybody's all fired up, and you go through big league spring training, you go through big league opening day. Heck, even AAA already started last week. Finally, it's our turn here in AA. Uh, we get to get going today, and, and we're looking at uh, cloudy skies and rain in the forecast tonight. Uh-oh. So hopefully we can play. Hopefully we can play. I mean, Wes and I were just saying, you know what they say, Wes, it never rains in Corpus Christi. <laughs> guess that's not true. No, not true at all. Not true at all. It's been raining most of the time since we got here yesterday. So uh, we're, we're hopeful, though. We're hopeful. What time is our first pitch today? We're looking at 7.05 for a first pitch. Uh, and, you know, you look at the hourly forecast, however accurate those are. And, I, you know, I'm one of those amateur meteorologists. You work in baseball long enough, uh, you think you can read the weather. Uh, same, like, same as golf. Uh, I think the guys that work in golf are actually better at reading the weather than those of us that work in baseball uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but, you know, it shows that it's going to start at some point tonight after 5 o'clock, maybe after 8, maybe after 9. If it's that late, we can play. If it's earlier, we're probably not playing. And uh, tomorrow it's supposed to stop right about game time. So hmm. uh, we know we're good Saturday, it looks like. But, okay. uh, yeah, it's just sit around and wait on this rain. I got gotcha. you. Um, let's dive into the roster we talked a little bit about yesterday. Some of the top prospects in the Mariners organization are going to be playing in North Little Rock. And, there is a former Razorback on the roster as well, which will make the folks around here real happy also. Yeah, we'll start with Isaiah Campbell. Uh, and you mentioned the top prospects. It's eight of the top 30, eight of the top 23, if you want to get a little more specific off the uh, MLB pipeline rankings, uh, which we use with the team. Uh, and seven of those eight are pitchers. And pitching is clearly the strength of this Travelers team uh, going into the season. And Isaiah Campbell is going to be the, one of the, the focal points and one of the anchors in the bullpen. Uh, he's listed number 17 on those prospect lists. And really, you know, on those prospect lists, once you get past, like, the first five in an organization, you can just draw names out of a hat for really what, you, what you're trying to order guys there. You know, if Isaiah throws strikes, which he has been known to do uh, at a very high level, if he's striking guys out, which he showed he could do last year in his little bit of time in A, that number 17 rankings would go out the window. And he's got a chance to, to get to the big leagues very quickly this year. Uh, depending on opportunity, obviously, at that level with injuries and things. But uh, he, he's the kind of guy that is so talented. Uh, you, you almost just look at him and go, man, uh, I hope you make it just because your talent is so good. You want the world to see it. Uh, and when he got going with us last year, he had some struggles. His first two or three outings, uh, it was that old adjust from high A to double A transition. And then once he made those slight adjustments, uh, you know, where you got to make guys chase just a little more. You can't just put it in the zone. Guys are going to hit it at this level. Uh, he was dominant. He was really dominant his last six, seven outings with the Trabs last year. So I'm excited to see what Isaiah Campbell's got uh, now coming out of a big league spring training uh, where he was there with the Mariners uh, in big league camp uh, and is on the 40-man roster. So obviously uh, Scott Service uh, and the folks in Seattle uh, have their eyes firmly planted on Isaiah Campbell. He's going to be a huge part of this Trabs bullpen this year, which hopefully will have a lot of leads to hold the way that the starting rotation sets up, too. Is this a good hitting team? Well, we're going to find out. Uh, I'm, I, I, the jury is out on that, and here's why I say that. It's a very interestingly formed team offensively. You just look at it and you go, well, there's seven guys back from last year's offense. The last year's offense was record-setting for the Travelers, but the seven guys that are back weren't in the group that were hitting a ton of home runs last year that the Travs were setting records with. They're the, the guys we talked about last year, the Jake Shiners, the Joe Rizzos, the Cade Marlows, those guys – they're all gone. They're either in another organization or in AAA now. Uh, the guys that are back have experience at this level, though, and you always feel good about guys that have been at the level before, especially when you've got a big group of them, at least a, a few of them, maybe half of them will figure it out and take that next step and really explode. So I'm hopeful that happens. And then the rest of the guys offensively, 
fall into two categories. One is prospects category, two guys that have come up uh, from a level below, Robert Perez Jr. and Spencer Packard, both of which are very highly thought of in the Mariners organization uh, for how they swing the bat. Uh, and both were in the Arizona Fall League last year. And Perez is not really big when you look at him. He's like 6'1", maybe 180 pounds. But his nickname, guys, is Bobby Bombs. I mean, it's one of the mm. greatest nicknames ever. Mm. Uh, he's got power. Uh, so I'm hopeful those guys take that next step as they come up to double-A. And then the rest of the offensive crew, guys coming in from outside the organization, are guys with not just double-A experience, but triple-A experience, guys that have had success here uh, at the double-A level before. So you expect some of those guys to be able to be productive for you as well. So uh, I say the jury's out on the offense. I just don't know how they're going to score runs, but I have a feeling they will find a way to score some runs. And it won't be like last year where the Travs team was setting uh, records hitting home runs. I think this team might get it done a little more with uh, some speed uh, and some daring base running and, and doing things, hitting the ball in the gap and down the line and stuff like that. I got gotcha. you. Talking to Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Yeah, let's talk about the changes and how it's going to impact, you think, at the double-A level with the bigger bags. We've seen an uptick in stolen bases. We've talked about pace of play. What are your expectations at the double-A level? You know, we've had it for the last couple of years, so uh, I don't think it'll change anything in double-A. Uh, I think the big adjustment was in the big leagues, but a lot of the guys that were up there had had it before in the minors for a little bit. Now, we're seeing some veteran guys in the big leagues obviously fight it, but uh, the adjustment we had last year was, you know, the, the bigger bases, there was no adjustment. That's an, that's an obvious change. Uh, there was a little bit of an adjustment with maybe guys feeling a little bit more just because they are a little closer together and the pitchers are limited on how many times they can disengage and pick over to first. Uh, there was an uptick, but it wasn't egregious. Uh, I don't think there will be another uptick this year. I think that the guys that know they can run will run, and the guys that know they can't or maybe better but shouldn't run uh, won't be running. Uh, but then the end of the pitch clock, there is a slight change with us uh, for double-A this year. I shouldn't say that, that there's no changes. The pitch clock's actually going to be even shorter in double-A than it is in the big leagues. They're going 15 seconds, 20 seconds in the big leagues, uh, bases empty and men on base. Double-A this year were 14 and 18. So slightly quicker, I think they just want to get some more data to take the New York to the MLB office and see how that looks. So, uh, But I don't think it'll be an adjustment for these guys. They, they've had it for the last couple of years. They know what it's like, uh, and, uh, and hopefully we're not seeing a ton of violations here early in the season. I know these guys come out of Arizona or Florida from the minor league spring training games where they don't have a clock. Sometimes it takes them a bit to get back into it, but uh, I wouldn't expect to see more than one or two pitch clock violations per game, but uh, I think we should be good. I love all the rule changes, personally. I think I think they're all fantastic. So Shohei Otani double-dipped yesterday. Got one at the plate and one on the mound. That's hard mm-hmm. to do. Good for him. It is. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about uh, new manager, Mike Freeman, and kind of his style, what, what he will bring and what he wants to see his team do or what his, uh, uh, he's going to be asking to do. Um, kind of aggressive on the base paths. I mean, what, what's, his, uh, what's he like from his rotation? Give me kind of a background on him. Yeah, well, Mike Freeman, first-year coaching. First coaching job is a double-A manager. The, the second Trav manager in a row following Colin Cowgill, who goes straight from playing into being in the double-A the manager's office. So, uh, you know, I sat down with Mike the other day, and I, I said, how, how do you want this team to play? And he, you could see even that he's unsure how his teams will play because he's never done this before now. He knows what he wants, and he knows what kind of player he was. Uh, Mike Freeman was the the guy who grinded through the minor leagues and got to the big leagues as a utility guy and then did whatever it took to stick in the big leagues. He played every position if he needed to. He he would bunt. He would hit and run. He, he didn't have a ton of power. So I think he's going to be scrappy offensively. He, he's going to do whatever he needs to do to try to score runs uh, with this team. But uh, in terms of, you know, how much faith he'll have in starting pitchers or, you know, will he give guys a leash at the plate and let them swing away in, a, in more of a bunting situation? We don't know. And I don't think he really knows yet at this point either. I think that's going to be something he feels out here over the first month or two of the season. And it's kind of fun to see a, a manager develop his personality in a job like this when somebody's never been the one running a baseball team. But uh, in terms of how he is just off the field, extremely laid back, extremely chill. Uh, he's 35 years old uh, and, and very very in tune with what the players want uh, from managers in terms of communication uh, and very in tune uh, with what needs to be done to get this job done. So I think it was a great hire by the Mariners to, to get him off the playing field uh, and into the, the coaching role. And I think he's going to really, really fit in well uh, with, with this organization and as a manager in minor league baseball this year. 
Stephen Davis joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Travelers Baseball opens on 106.7 tonight in Corpus Christi, or then again, maybe it doesn't. We'll see what the weather does. Home openers next week, April 11th. It's Tuesday, 6 o'clock at Dickie Stevens Park. I know you're looking forward to that. One other thing I wanted to ask you about was, do you see bigger smiles on the players this season, considering the salary jump? For those who didn't see the story, AA players... Um, will make thirty thousand two fifty up from thirteen thousand eight hundred, which is embarrassingly low for a uh, sport that makes as much money as baseball generates. Um, do you sense a different attitude from the guys who are being paid a living wage now? You know, I haven't even really talked to the guys about it, but uh, there's always a little bounce in their step this time of the year, and I do think having talked to guys in the past uh, about the salary situation, they are very happy to finally have that, as you said be adjusted to make it look more commensurate to what a regular job uh, would pay because these guys do put in so many hours uh, and so much time and effort into this that uh, something needed to happen there and I think the the deal that we got worked out now with the the minor league players being unionized uh, and the deal that was it was actually ratified I believe at the beginning of this week officially uh, when the MLB owners signed off on it uh, 30 to 0 was unanimous on their end as well Uh, I think it's going to be great for both sides Uh, I think it really sets the standard uh, and makes things what they, it should be. And, and the treatment of minor league players, I know, has gotten so much more attention in the last, say, five years than it had in the previous 150. Uh, that it's really been a good thing. And these guys now have their housing paid for during the season by the big league organization. And as you mentioned, they're getting more money. Uh, the, the training facilities continue to improve everywhere around the country. They get better and better. So uh, it should only make uh, guys, more guys want to stick it out as a minor league baseball player and try to achieve that uh, goal of getting to the big leagues, but it should only increase the level of baseball as well, which is good for everybody all around uh, at all levels. So yeah, uh, kudos to everybody involved in that, and uh, uh, hopefully these guys are still smiling and uh, enjoying the, the little bump in pay and that nicer check when it goes into the bank. Voice of the Trap, Stephen Davis with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Stephen, have you heard anything about the uh, automated ball strike system, ABS system, and AAA? Any word on it? I have not gotten any reports on how it's worked so far this year. The, we're not getting it in double-A, which I was kind of disappointed because last year they had it in uh, an A-ball league down in Florida, in the Florida State League, and half of triple-A used it last year in some form. And we were thinking, hey, we might get it in double-A this mm-hmm. year. It'd be great here. Uh, I'd love to see it in person. Well, we don't have it. We still have the human umps calling everything. triple uh, A's got it all across the board this year, but they're using two different versions of it. Uh, one is going to be the, the, the traditional, what you would consider the robot ump, where uh, the, the call comes in to the earpiece the human umpire behind the play is wearing, and he makes the call, strike or ball. Uh, it's almost instantaneous. You, you can't tell any difference for, from folks who have seen it. And then the other version is uh, the human umpire makes the call, but there's a challenge system where the pitcher, hitter, or catcher can challenge the call right away if they want, and then they go to what? the uh, robot ump or the, the computer system registered it as to, to uh, see if the, the challenge is uh, upheld or overturned. So uh, there's two different versions being used in AAA. Uh, I'm going to talk to some guys up there uh, probably after a few more weeks and see how they think things are going because uh, you do need to get uh, a few weeks into it and really get some firm data. But I, like I said, I'm disappointed we don't have it. I'd love to see that in person uh, and just see how it works over, over the span of a, a few months in the full season. Uh, to see if it really could work at, at the big league level, because I know there's a lot of folks who are in favor of it, but there's a lot of folks who aren't, and uh, I think we've got to find some happy medium there in the middle. Uh, I hate to have to yell at a computer, but I will if that's what it takes. That's fine. Yeah, oh yeah. Can't wait to see the argument with the uh, the robot ump and a manager. That'll be interesting. Steven, good stuff. Thanks for coming on. We'll definitely be visiting a lot through the season, and I hope you guys get the game in today, but uh, enjoy the week and safe travels back, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the on 11th as well, back here in the studio. Sounds good, fellas. We will be there next Tuesday, and uh, hopefully we've got some baseball to talk about uh, from what we did here in Corpus Christi this weekend. 100%. Thanks, buddy. All right, we'll see you. All right, take care. Stephen Davis from the Travelers. Baseball in the air. And golf in the air. Golf balls in the air. At the Masters, Wes, and an update. It's a good-looking leaderboard at the Masters. Got two guys tied at three under par. Victor Hovland, Hovland three, yeah. three under par, Love and him. Cameron Young at three under par. By the way, I double-checked a couple names yesterday. Hoagie and Seamus. Hoagie? Hoagie and Seamus. They both were very significant. Seamus. See Seamus at back-to-back holes in one. Yeah. Not hole in once. Holes in one. Holes in one. At the par three contest, and Hoagie was the winner, oddly enough. That's bad. Yes, it is. That's if very history bad. holds. 
But let's be honest, he wasn't going to win the Masters anyway. Hoagie was up there on the tournament not too long ago. Was this first time? I always was thought it, the, it was, was like it the Masters? Hogue. No. Some other smaller tournament. Is it a Hogan one? Uh, Hoagie with the bogey. Uh, Mirock, Adrian Mirock, is uh, two under par. Sergio Garcia, your favorite golfer, Patrick Reed, is two under par. Victor Hovland. Hovland. You having a hard uh, time with that? Xander Shoffley yes. is also two under par. Adam Scott, two under par, and Justin Thomas, two under par. So uh, a go. good leaderboard That's very early good. on. Now, these guys are all, only uh, Mirock is on the back nine. He's played ten holes. Everybody else's, uh, Sergio Gar- Garcia just finished the uh, front nine. But everybody else's played four, five, six holes. Did he beat up any of the bonkers or spit in the cup? Not yet. He's uh, in a pretty good mood. That's good. Um, one, uh, one golfer has withdrawn from the Masters, and that was Kevin Na. Kevin Na, one of my five picks that I bet on at oh, Oakline, no. has withdrawn because? after nine holes. He was sick. Ah, oh. Yeah, it didn't feel good. And he, it didn't feel good at all after shooting four under on the front nine. He did not. Yeah, No, four over oh, on the back. I said four under. Four over on the back nine. Yeah, that'll His make you sick. His first tee shot hit, hit the, in the fairway, but it was a little draw, and it hit, kicked left, went through the rough. Stopped right behind a tree. Oh, man. That's how he started his Masters with the double bogey on the first hole. But then he birdied the next hole and had a couple birdies and was like three under, but then he bogeyed nine. And I, he just didn't look right. Yeah, clearly. And he uh, he walked a, off and... thousand bucks down the drain, man. Sorry about that. Sucks. Would have paid a lot, too. Yeah. Man. Um, I was reading a story today. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. There was a guy who bet on every underdog in the NCAA tournament on the money line. Same amount. I don't know if it was 100 bucks every game or something like that. Ended up plus like eleven or twelve hundred bucks. It's like that's kind of wild. Just took the dogs. Took the dogs on the money line. Wow. Okay. Because think about them. Some are going to pay you know fifteen to one. Yeah. So anyway, ten fifty two. Take a break. We'll come back and wrap up our first hour. You're in the zone. A lot going on. We'll be back in a moment. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. And by working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Stop right there, Bradley. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right. 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where they can go to get their very own Gravely Moor. Well, you go That's down. enough, my friend. I'll finish it for you at Dacus Rental in Searcy or Haynes home center in Moralton. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Take it back to the heyday of Motown Sound with the Four Tops, live on the Oakland stage Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Sing along with your favorite top 40 hits like I Can't Help Myself. Reach out, I'll be there. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. The Four Tops, live at Oakland, Friday, August 25th. Tickets on sale now at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. 
During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. Just a couple minutes left here in this hour. Westmore, Justin Aker, and the Wizard. Christian Weaver got a busy show. Uh, we've got a couple of scheduled guests, including the brave folks, firefighters from Station Number 9, who are going to join us in Studio 1230 today and tell us their story about... The tornado hitting the station and what they did in the immediate aftermath. Uh, we've also got Barrett Salee in the next hour. Dalton Wagner, our old buddy, going to join us coming up in the second hour as well. We'll talk to him about the upcoming draft and uh, much more. We'll talk about the Hogs a little bit, too. Baseball on the field tonight. Uh, Rusty says on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, West. With Graham and Pinion returning, maybe Wes needs to ask Coach Musselman if he plans on playing more zone this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get him on the court, right? I guess. And maybe you can bring uh, Connor Vanover back, yeah. too. Jalen Graham was uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 13 of 35 from the free throw line. That's from somebody on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Yeah, it was pretty bad. There were a couple times in the tournament when he was going to the free throw line. I'm like, this is not good. I mean, the shot doesn't look good. Sometimes it's just like, oh, man. He's just, you know, he's just got to get that feeling. He's got to get some confidence because he's got a good-looking shot. There were shots that Gene, and as soon as it left his hand, you're just like, that's got no chance. That's why he shot less than 50%. Uh, 870 says on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, I'm watching every shot at work from the Masters. Seems good to me how they're doing it. Justin, this one from the 501, get a TCL. Great smart TV. Super inexpensive. Also, you're the best radio personality in central Arkansas, and it's not close. Whoa. TCL. Justin, Go get us one of those. What, what did I put my name as? Uh, no name, no name. Okay, just the first time they've ever texted in too. Five zero one. No history. Two five eight. Got to burn our phone out. Yeah, no. That's my. I use my actual phone. I'm not even trying. <laughs> Thank you. Would you trade Graham for Ware out of the portal? I feel Ware can at yeah. least shoot a little from three to stretch the floor. Andre Ware. <laughs> Kellella. Oh. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see Kellella end up at Arkansas. That'd be cool. Eighty-two games is more than enough in the NBA. For the playoffs. Says See, the, guy the people that, w- that are saying that are people that don't watch the 82 games anyway. I don't watch 82 games, but I watch some NBA. I'm not obviously on your level. I'm very distracted. i got a lot of things going on during basketball season. Uh, Wes, can you stream the local news stations? Yeah. You can. YouTube TV? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm coming around yeah, on your idea. I'll quit complaining about the playoff. I'll leave it alone. You guys are right. I'm wrong. I'll admit it. Good. It's like that's the MLB expanded their playoffs, and that's pretty cool, too. Extra wild card. It's cool. No. 162 games is enough. Yeah, that one I, I disagree on. It is. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to hit the top of the hour. Coming up, we're going to talk to Laura Beth out at uh, Coffin for just a second. Red, white report, Dalton Wagner. She's going to call the hotline, Christian, at 11.06. So we'll chit-chat with her about uh, chainsaws and feeding folks in need. South Lake Medical Clinic, are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical advancement that has helped thousands of men. Our wave technology is backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University. It's been shown to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a 